Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey gorgeous souls and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. Thank you all so much for joining me for another solo cast episode this week. So today we are going to be talking about getting the message that we don't want. What do we do when we get a message that we weren't expecting? We get a rejection, we get a no. Do we pull another oracle card? Do we ask again? What is the solution? So I really want to dive into this with you today and look at resistance and where the secrets are held within our life to help unstuck ourselves, help us to understand the messages that we are receiving. And most importantly, that the universe always gives us what we need, not what we want. And sometimes that can feel not the best, right? So I wanna dive into this fully with you today and explore that in more depth. But before we get started, I just wanna say a big thank you to everybody who came to the MBS experience in Alexandra Palace on the weekend in London. It was such a fun day. I absolutely loved meeting all of you, signing your books, giving you all a big hug, and just getting to share that beautiful energy together. It was such a great event with loads of cool stuff to explore. I had my aura reading done. <laughs> I love doing these things at these events. It's just so much fun. Stocked up on my favorite little spiritual goodies from my favorite brands who go to a lot of these events. So it's nice to get to know people and recognize people now. So I just wanna say a big thank you to all of you because I know a lot of you were bigging up the podcast as well. So it means a lot to me that you listen week in, week out and that you come and join me in person as well. And another two just quick reminders for you that my 
Subliminal Manifestation playlist is available now. If you haven't been listening to the podcast over the last few weeks, where have you been? And also, I have launched these in the last few weeks. You guys have been asking me for months to release these after so many of you have loved my subliminals on my YouTube channel, and I've shared a few of them on here as well as bonuses. So you can now get them completely ad and talk free um, with six brand new unreleased tracks. So you get 11 tracks in total. Um, And I just love this concept. And I think, well, clearly you guys have been loving it as well based upon how many of you are buying it and giving me amazing feedback. But I just love the format of this because it means that you can pick and choose the ones you want to work with, create your own little playlist, and then just listen to them continuously without me nattering on in the background or YouTube cutting in or adverts cutting in. So it just means that you have more control over where and when you listen and have an abundance of amazing different focuses and themes in these subliminals. So I'll pop the link below for that as well. So you can go and check out that. And lastly, finally, one last announcement. On November the 12th, Sunday the November the 12th, I am hosting a three-hour exclusive London workshop with Alternatives. This has been a dream of mine for many years and I met Alternatives at the weekend, um, the events team, And I said to them, like, you don't even realize how much of a manifestation this is because I've always wanted to do an alternatives talk. So I'm very, very excited. I want to say thank you to everybody who was asking for me to do a workshop because they listened to, you know, what their audience, their community want. So come and join me. We've only got 25 out of 100 tickets left. I nearly fell off my seat when Venetia told me this because I was like, but we haven't even started promoting it yet, Venetia. And she was like, I know people just have been snapping these tickets up and I'd only sent it to my email list. And of course they'd sent it to their email list. So at the time of recording this podcast, there are 25 tickets left. I have posted on social media this week, so I'm sure it's even less by now. So I will pop the link below if you want to come and join me for this three hour immersive new year experience. It's a new year workshop, which focuses on alignment and manifesting your dreams in 2024. We're gonna be going so deep in this. There's gonna be a sound bath to bring you into alignment with yourself. I'm gonna be doing some EMDR and live EFT with you to be live removing those blocks to abundance and alignment. There is so much we're gonna be doing which I don't always get to do in like the MBS workshops that I have done just because of time constraints. So it's nice to have my own hosted event, my only hosted event this year in London, where over those three hours, I can just go so deep with you all and we can have so much fun. And of course we can all have a little chat and a meet up afterwards as well. So if you want to come and join me in London, Sunday the 12th of November, put the date in your diary. The link to tickets, if they're still available, will be below as well for you. Okay, now the public announcements have been done and I don't have to stress about forgetting those at the end of the episode. Um, This was a great podcast um, idea that came to me when I actually did MBS back in London. This was a different MBS. They're all called MBS and it's so confusing. The MBS Festival back in London in May, I believe it was. Yeah, it was the end of May. And V, my lovely assistant, 
who was a friend who was helping me out, he's coming on the podcast soon as well, was handing out with Sylvia, my other amazing friend and assistant as well, oracle cards to people in the audience. There was like over a hundred people. So you can imagine the chaos of them trying to get through everybody, give everybody a card. Cause I always love to give free oracle cards out from my decks at talk so that people can connect to the messages, receive a message from the universe. Cause I think it's nice to take that home and think actually maybe I came to those events with a question and you know, I've pulled that Oracle card and I've got to keep that Oracle card and it's my message, you know? So I always think it's a really nice, a nice touch to a talk. So I always do it on my free talks. And um, yeah, basically V was handing these out and he came up to me afterwards right before I went on stage and he said, you'll laugh at what's just happened. And he said, I've been coaching people in the audience and he's a coach himself. So I said, all right, V, I said, what have you been telling him then? And he said, well, one lady pulled a card and said, oh, I don't like this one. Can I pull another one? And he said, instead of letting her do that, he, he said, I challenged her to look at why she felt resistance to that card and why she felt like she wanted to like reject that message and pick another card. And we were talking about this afterwards about what we do when we get a message from the universe that we don't actually like. And I am definitely that lady in the audience or used to be who would be like, yeah, I don't like that one. Can I pick another one? And me and Hannah, my friend, we always joke that over the years, whenever we've pulled tarot cards for each other or oracle cards, and we're like, no, we don't like that one, put it back, pull another one. And it's really interesting because I think V's like logic behind challenging that lady was so great because it probably made her go in, you know, within herself and instead of the easy option of pulling another card, that's not the message that was meant for her in that moment, right? And there's probably so many instances in our life that we can recall where we've pulled a card, we've pulled an oracle card, we've had a psychic reading, we've done something intuitive, maybe you've intuitively connected to the universe or your spirit guides or, you know, anything in meditation and you've received a no or you've received a message that doesn't feel good and that actually is like, oh... I didn't want that one or, oh, well, that's not very positive or, oh, why have, why am I receiving that message? So I want to dive into this with you today and look at what the resistance there is. So if we take that lady's example, she probably came to that, you know, my talk and was like, right, I want to learn how to manifest using rituals because that was the title of the talk and like learn all these rituals for abundance and success. And imagine if she had, you know, V had gone up to her and he'd said, oh, you know, ask a question and pick a card. And she might've thought, you know, am I meant to do this? Or, you know, what guidance do I need for my career? Or whatever the question was that she asked. And it then was a no or a friendships card or like something completely left-wing, right? Where it's like, oh, (laughs) I was not expecting that. And, I know myself through personal experience, the feeling of when you pull a card that is like, should I do this universe? And you're like, yeah, I'm so excited. Like, I just want that validation and the universe is like, no. (laughs) And you're like, right, thanks. Okay, wasn't expecting that. And there have been so many instances over the years where I have turned to Oracle cards specifically and asked decision-making questions, like real big, decision important, like really important decision-making questions that would impact a lot in my life. And I've received confusing cards. I've received contradicting cards. I've received cards that make pretty much no sense. 
And, you know, I'm always like to Hannah, pull again, or just pull another one, just get a confirmation card. (laughs) You know, we laugh at this now because we know that really in that moment when that happens, when you just pull a card that makes absolutely no freaking sense, it's not that the universe isn't connecting with you. It's not that that's wrong or that's not your message. It's actually that invitation for you and that permission slip to listen to your intuition in that moment. And I would, again, in situations in my life over the years, I would be like convinced of certain things and be like, I know that's gonna happen. Like I feel it in my body. And then like I'd pull a card and it would be like the total opposite. And then I'd think, actually, I just don't feel that at all. Like, I don't agree with that. Like, that doesn't feel like in alignment. That doesn't feel the most, like, highest decision for myself that feels expansive. So I was listening to my intuition and I started to realize, and I've said this so many times on the Signs and Synchronicities podcast and YouTube videos, that actually use them as an invitation to listen to yourself. You know yourself better than anybody. You are your best guru. And in those moments where we question what message or sign we have received, it is that invitation to go within and listen and look within yourself of, well, what was the first answer that came up for you? A lot of the time with angel numbers, I see this in my law of attraction support group, tons, people are like, I've been seeing this number everywhere. Like, what does it mean? And I'm like, what do you feel it means for you? Because some person writing on a website that 222 means whatever, you know, that's not gonna be the same message for seven or eight billion people in the world, right? Like that's gonna be what resonates with them. And it will probably resonate with a lot of people. There are obviously numerology themes, but ultimately, you know, if we use like a random number like, 522, do you know what I mean? Like that's a more of a random number. Um, Tune in to what you feel when you receive that sign. Tune into how you feel when you see that number because you'll start to notice patterns and you'll start to notice themes of what those things mean to you because this is your spiritual experience. This is your manifestation experience. It's not mine, it's not Sheila Online's, it's yours, right? So you need to listen to your intuition in those moments. And I've actually made decisions that have gone against the cards or whatever I've been using as divination because I've thought, well, the cards are saying that, but actually in my heart, in my soul, I feel this and I know that that's the right decision to make for me. There have been also times where I felt confused and conflicted and the Oracle cards have been like, yeah, go for it. And eventually I do go for it and I do trust. But again, I'm listening to my intuition. I'm not blindly following something that doesn't feel in alignment to me or doesn't feel good. So when we do get those messages that we aren't expecting, it can really knock us off track, right? Because we're kind of like, oh, thanks universe. I've been like convinced this was gonna happen or I've really felt something was gonna happen. And, you know, I've asked for a sign or I've asked for guidance or, you know, I've done a Emma meditation that's asked me to ask a question and receive guidance and I've received something I don't wanna hear. But sometimes the things we don't wanna hear are the very things we need to hear. And that has been, I would guess, painful sometimes over the years, especially when you have your heart set on something or you really, really want something so bad because when our level of want and attachment to our desire is there, anything that is not positively like, you know, supporting that, you're gonna be like, what? Like, no, I don't want this negativity around me, right? But I always feel like those messages are not necessarily negative of, 
drop all your hopes. It's not going to happen. Like, you know, bring yourself down a peg. It's not like that at all. I feel like those messages are more of a check-in and more of a check-in with your trust and your belief. And again, I've said this time and time again on those Signs and Synchronicities podcasts of if you were using signs, oracle cards, psychics, any form of divination as a form of validation or a form of trust, you will fall flat every single time. And no matter how many yes cards you get, no matter how many yeah, it's going to happen, messages, whatever, you will not believe it and you will keep worrying and keep being anxious and keep asking until you believe it in your core, until your level of belief is authentic, true and in your core, basically. So I feel like when we get those messages that we don't want, sometimes I don't, I don't like to use the word test loads because I feel like there are some tests in life definitely and sometimes there aren't but are we ever going to know all the intricacies of life are we going to know all the ways the universe works no that is not our job right we're going to learn some stuff in this lifetime but we're never going to know everything because that's just not how life works right we're here to explore and learn and awaken to that so in those quote-unquote test moments we're really then encouraged to look at our level of belief and look at our level of trust in ourselves, in the universe, in our desire. And I think the inner work can be really highlighted in these moments of uncomfortableness because when the resistance is there of like, oh my God, I want to pick another card. That's not the card for me. That's not what I want. Why is it not the card for you? Let's look at that first of all. Like, why is it not the message for you? Is it because it's something you don't want to hear? Is it because it's negative? Is it because it's not what you thought? And to give you a real tangible example of this recently, over the summer, right before I had my couple of months off, my summer break, um, Hannah pulled me some summer solstice. Was it summer solstice? No, because that, yeah, it was summer solstice. That was in June. She pulled me a summer solstice spread. And I got the tower card every single time. And in true Emma style, I was like, nah, put that one back. We'll try another one. Just get a validator. Why is the tower card coming up? Like, what the fuck is gonna happen? And she was like, no, no, no. Like, I think it's all good. Like in a classic reassuring friend way, she's like, it's all good, Emma. Like, don't worry. I think it's just things falling away in your business and in your life that doesn't feel in alignment. Like the tower card is not all negative. Don't worry. And then I went to... um, my psychic and I got the tower card again. And I was like, oh, right, okay. So there was me blindly going into my hot girl summer time off thinking like, this is gonna be the best time ever. I'm gonna be down the beach, enjoying our garden, doing bits in the new house. Oh my God, living my best life. And what actually happened was the freaking tower card. (laughs) It really was. But did I wanna hear it at that moment? No, I didn't. I was like, clear, cancel and transmute universe. We'll put that card back. And no matter how many times we put it back, it kept coming out every single time. And Hannah was like, I think you're just going to have to accept you're getting the tower card. And I was like, right, thanks. And I felt really like bummed by that because I felt like, what the heck? Like the universe has given me this clear, clear message to take this time off and to enjoy life and enjoy the house. 
And I'm like being faced with everybody saying that things are gonna fall away, the tower card. And if anybody doesn't know what the tower card in tarot is, <laughs> anybody who's had the tower card in life, it they've gone through a big transformation afterwards. It's the tower crumbling down. So big, big things crumbling down. And um, I've known a couple of my friends to pull it in their life and right after, oh yeah, the tower definitely happens. So it's kind of like renowned. I think a lot of people fear about the death card in tarot, but for me, it's like the tower card just because I've seen it play out in people's lives. So for me, I was then like, oh my God, like what's gonna happen? Like what's gonna happen to my business? Like what's gonna happen to me? I've just like got settled. I've just like managed to regulate my nervous system. I'm doing really well in my PTSD healing. Like what the heck is gonna happen? And obviously over the summer, it was, you know, a really good time as well, but the tower card did happen and I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to know that message. I wanted to pick another card like that lady at my MBS talk, but I couldn't because I kept getting the card about six more times and Hannah was like, you're just going to have to accept it. And I was like, I don't want to. (laughs) And I think we can all have those moments in life where we're like, but that's not what I wanted this summer to be. That's not what I wanted this reading to be. That's not what I wanted whatever to be, right? So as I went and lived through the summer, obviously the tower card played out through my own personal life with healing and uncovering huge, huge, huge things from my childhood that I had absolutely no idea of before the summer, none, zilch. There was always like a feeling, there was always like a in the background gut feeling. I think we always know something's there, but like I couldn't access it, I couldn't recall it, I couldn't, you know, access it in any way, shape or form. So when that then happened, it felt like the tower card because it felt like everything I knew had fallen down. You know, to live 29 years of your life at that point, believing your life was one way and it actually was not, is the tower card because my whole perception of reality fell down and fell away like that tower of oh my god that's not what happened and that's not how my childhood was and now my whole life makes a whole ton of sense why I got in those abusive relationships why I've had severe depression anxiety and PTSD for decades like it all suddenly made a very harsh reality sense. And, you know, I have questioned reality. I have questioned a lot over that time. Obviously I'm like way, way past this point of recalling it now. I'm in a total different space in that healing journey. Like, thank God. But like, it's so interesting how that tower card played out because it wasn't in the ways that we would stereotypically or I stereotypically would have thought it was actually in the way that it needed to of like, actually Emma, by uncovering the hugest like key or puzzle piece of your life has given you this huge shift, this huge up leveling, this huge spiritual awakening deeper into knowing yourself, deeper into healing, deeper into peace that you haven't quite been able to fully reach, especially with the PTSD. So it was, bizarre. It was wild. It was definitely the tower. Oh my gosh, in every way, shape and form. But that was it. It wasn't my whole life. But I guess when it's something that does impact you emotionally 
And it's like you personally, it can feel like it's impacting your whole life. And I do think obviously I've had to, you know, I had to take time off at that point to really process and to work with my therapist and to do that work that was coming up. There was no other option. Like I could not work through that and it would be totally irresponsible for me to do that as well. So that's why the universe was telling me to take the summer off. So there's me blindly going in like hot girl summer, read all your books, yay, sunshine. And the irony is it wasn't even sunny here in the UK. So it's not like I was even missing out on great weather either. So it's funny how we can go into a season of our life expecting one thing to be one way, but then the universe gives us those messages. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And even now, like, I feel like autumn is such a great reminder of this message to us that, and we're in eclipse season as well. Gosh, yes, we're in eclipse season at the moment. So these big, big things are coming up for us. And I felt like the energy is really calling that from us over the last few weeks with autumn and eclipse season and everything that sometimes we're gonna get the message that we don't wanna hear. And I think I've been reflecting on a rejection from a couple of months ago as well, thinking like, oh, did I do the right thing? Should I have said something different? Like, is that it then? Is that it for me? Like, that's it, like no more. And it's really interesting that I'm even having these reflections because I'm like, but Emma, every time you've had a no in your life, you've dodged a bullet. Maybe not in so much severe senses all of the time, like some things are just not meant for you, right? But sometimes it really has been a, a bullet dodged. And I'm like, you are learning more and more and more now that every time a no happens, it's protecting you. It's bringing you one step closer to a yes because you only need one yes. You don't need 20, you don't need 30, you just need one yes. So every no is getting you closer and closer and closer. Every no is closing those doors that are not in alignment with you. And our, I guess, inner child, ego, inner critic, wants to hear the answer that we wanna hear of hot girl summer. You've got no worries, Emma, enjoy your summer. It wants to hear like the MVS lady, the card that she wanted, right? Of abundance or money or whatever it was that she wanted to receive. But sometimes by looking at those areas that we are avoiding, it gives us the very answers that we need. So actually 
that inner work, that deep inner work coming up for me, that trauma work over the summer was maybe not what I wanted in any way, shape or form, but it's what I needed. It's what I needed to step into this new energy of the business, this you know, autumn moving forwards. It's what I've needed to really up level myself and deepen my spiritual practice. It's what I needed to get that dealt with and get that healed so that I can transform and move to the next stages of my life as well. So sometimes we don't get the message of what we want, we get what we need. And again, I have it time and time again in client sessions where someone will come to me and say like, Emma, I'm struggling to manifest a relationship or I'm struggling to manifest money or something. And I get them, I get all my clients to do a life wheel and we do it in the session together to look at what areas are flourishing, what areas feel good for the client and what areas are ranking low, what areas do they feel not positively wealthy or not joyful in. And those life wheels give us a lot of great information and they feature in all my books, by the way. So if you've got any of my books, you can find the life wheels in there, but um, they're called various different things, Unconditional Love Wheel in Hurt, Healing, Healed and the Positively Wealthy Wheel in Positively Wealthy. But use these life wheels because they give you so much insight into what actually needs to be done to reach alignment, what actually needs to be done to receive the yes we want or the desire that we want. And nine times out of 10, not all the time, but a high majority of the time, I will find the secret, the key to what's blocking them in a completely different area of their life. So they'll think that they've got a money block if they're trying to manifest money. When actually, when we get to the root crux of it, we get to the core belief, we get to the real root whatever's going on, it could be like in their self-image, it could be in their family and relationships, it could be in their purpose, for example. Now you may think like, well, when you've got two really opposite sides of the scale, like how can your relationship with money or blocks around money possibly impact your romantic relationships? But you will be so surprised at the beliefs that come up that are actually linked to a completely different area of our life that we're probably ignoring, that we're probably resisting, and it's probably the lowest on that life wheel. So you normally find that people might have like a four or a five on the area that they've actually come to me with, but then you'll have like another area, which will be like a three or a two or even a one sometimes. And I'm like, well, we need to get all these scores up, but we always start at the place that has the lowest score because that holds the biggest secret and the biggest resistance. Because we as humans resist anything that feels uncomfortable, right? And we get better at it. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm so much better at it now because I know through my own work, through my own inner work, through working with people, that focusing on the things that you tend to not want to do is actually the things that are gonna bring you the biggest shifts and biggest changes in your abundance and manifestations. But that doesn't make it sometimes easier to do. That doesn't make it easier to get stuck into it or dive into that area, right? So I do believe there is a divine timing for all those things to come up if and when they're meant to, right? Just like this for me this summer. I know there was a divine timing for that and that it couldn't have come up last year. It couldn't have come up at certain points because it just wasn't the right time to do that. So when we receive a message from the universe, it is divinely timed. It is what we need to hear in that specific moment. And those messages can change and evolve. That's not like it's gonna be a no forever. It's not that it's gonna be 
a focus on an area you don't want to focus on, but you know, you really have to forever because this too shall pass. It's more of a case of saying, look, if you really want that abundance and you really want to see shifts in that other area, you've really got to go to where you feel the most resistance because that resistance is impacting other areas of your life. And I touched upon this in last time's solo cast as well about how when I was resisting the dentist and resisting learning how to drive because of a fear of both, that that was having a huge knock on effect on my finances. And you might think, what? That doesn't even make any sense at all, but it did. And then as soon as I got like dealt with my fear, dealt with the fears of both, learned how to drive, passed my test, even when I was in the process of learning how to drive, I was seeing huge up leveling in my life, in my finances, in the business, in all the areas that had felt a little bit stuck or stagnant for a while. So I do believe that we have to address those areas that have the most resistance in to break through to that next level, to up level and break through that glass ceiling. So it may seem like real subtle shifts to people or subtle up levelings, but I knew that actually by working on 10 years of resistance, that actually it was going to get me to that next level. And it truly, truly did. So what you resist persists. And we don't want to be resisting stuff. We don't want to be ignoring stuff. We don't want to be bypassing stuff because that is not getting you closer to your goal. That is not getting you closer to the love and abundance and joy you want to experience in your life. So I want to challenge you today to do the life will if you can. You can get them online, but again, they're in my books, they're in my books resources pages. Um, And again, I work with people obviously one-to-one with this as well. But I want you to look at what areas you hold the most resistance in in your life and start to work on those. You could use Hurt Healing Healed, my book, to help and guide you with that, to identify the blocks and lovingly release them with the tools inside. You could, you know, use any of the tools and methods that you're familiar with for inner work to be able to identify. But use these journaling prompts as well to help identify this. And, you know, you could ask yourself these questions of what resistance do I feel in my love life? If it's like your love life, for example, why do I feel this resistance? When did I start feeling this resistance? And finally, what's underneath this resistance? Because sometimes we can have like, should we say like a surface level answer? Like the the subconscious mind will give us that kind of like, oh, you feel resistance because of this. But actually what's underneath that? What is really the fear underneath that? What is the resistance? Why do I not want to work on this area of my life? And what is the resistance teaching me? And these are some great questions to ask yourself. So you might want to pause what I've just said. I spoke quite quick um, and obviously write these down. But ask yourself these, you know, at some point this week because you will get some great answers from this. And to summarize this podcast, I do truly believe that we always get the answer we need, not what we want. And it's the same with manifestation. Like we get what we need, not what we want. And I think sometimes that can be quite a hard pill to swallow, especially if you're really attached to something or you really want something more than ever. But I have never known any of my manifestations to not happen. All that's ever happened is a different way of it happening. And that has been, like I said, the the bullets dodged, the no's, the rejections, but the universe is always divinely protecting you. Like, please let me repeat that. The universe is always divinely protecting you. 
And if you have received a no, if you have received an answer that you don't wanna hear, you have received a rejection, it's not a no forever. It's just look at it differently. Look at it differently, this isn't your door. And when we can open ourselves up to looking at the situation differently and we can open ourselves up to embracing the sacred tapestry of life, like I had to do over the summer, I didn't really have much choice, it was coming up whether I wanted it or not. And I had to deeply, deeply surrender to that process and deeply surrender my expectations of, and I think I've mentioned expectations in every single podcast episode since my birthday, because that was the theme of um, my 30s. I've decided I want to release life's expectations. And because I've realized that when I release expectations, incredible things happen, like flow happens, abundance happens, and like the best surprises ever. So for me, in those moments of truly having to surrender, it's releasing my expectations of my desire. It's releasing my expectations of life. It's releasing those expectations of the universe too, because I know that in some way and in somehow that desire is going to happen. Like I don't doubt it at all ever now because my level of belief is there. And again, I've got some podcasts on belief, the two pillars of belief. If you're like, well, I don't think my belief is there, Emma, go and listen to it because it will really help you to build and understand that. But I know now through lived experience and through all the many freaking journeys I've been on with all my manifestations, big, small, and everything in between over the last eight years nearly, that a no is never a straightforward no. And it's always protecting me and getting me closer to the door that is for me, that yes, that is in alignment for me and it never disappoints. It's never been like, oh, that wasn't as good as what I really wanted. It's like, oh my gosh, thank God what I asked for didn't happen because this is so much better. And that's why we say when manifesting this or something better for the highest good of all. And I think it's interesting. Hindsight is always a beautiful thing, right? Because when we can look back, we're like, oh, of course that's why I got that message at that time. Or of course that's why I had to be told no at that point to get that yes. Oh my God, that even bigger, better yes later on. But in the moment, oh, it doesn't feel like that. Like reflecting back on that version of myself who was getting that tower card six times, she was like, hell freaking no. Like, we're not having this. Like I resisted it. Oh boy, I resisted it so bad. When Josie then started saying it, I was like, absolutely freaking not. No, I'm not having this tower card. But it happened in a different way to what I, should we say, expected it to happen anyway. So again, I had to release those expectations because it wasn't gonna be what I expected it anyway. The universe never tends to give it to us in the exact way we're like resisting, right? And actually like, I'm grateful that that tower card did happen because although it was the message that I didn't want, it's the message that I needed. And at least then when it happened, I knew, okay, you were warned, you were prepared for this and there's nothing you can do but surrender to this process, release your expectations and trust the process like you've never trusted before. And in this season of autumn, in this season of allowing things to fall away, we're in this in the Northern Hemisphere right now, we're in this season of trusting. We're in this season of allowing things to fall away. We're in this season of having to 
deeply, deeply, deeply surrender and trust. And that is essentially what we have to do in those moments. So tune into your intuition when you receive a message you don't want to. I know I've mentioned a lot of tarot and oracle cards, but again, you could be in meditation and receive a message you don't wanna hear. Maybe it's even in the physical. Maybe you've been working really hard on a manifestation and someone has physically told you the opposite and you're like, what? That was not what I was expecting. That is not what I intuitively felt was happening. But I think it's that humble reminder and the universe is fantastic at humbling us very, very quickly in life. It's that humbling reminder that we're not meant to know it all. We're not meant to know how it all comes together. And sometimes we need that humble reminder of all you can do is surrender. All you can do is surrender to this process, listen to your intuition of what feels right for you, And then somehow and in some way, you are going to get to where you need to be. But right now, this is the focus. Right now, this is the season of life you're in. And this is important. You can't resist it. You can't avoid it anymore because what you resist persists. And when you unlock that stream again in that area or that area of resistance, life flows so much more. Life feels so much easier And the abundance of manifestations that you're seeking comes so much easier in the areas you do want. So again, the parting part of this podcast is sometimes you don't get what you want, you get what you need. And we have to deeply, deeply trust in that. We have to deeply, deeply surrender. And we have to almost like throw our hands up in the air and be like, right, I I can't control this. I can't control this. This tower card has come out six times. There's clearly a message in this for me. And I may not understand the message right now. It may not make sense. It may not be what I want to hear. But I have to trust that in somehow and in some way, at some point, that message will make sense. And I think that is the message for today that maybe right now the message is not meant to make sense. And I've received, like when I've done, um, uh, what do they call it? Not scripting. Um, you know, when you go into meditation and they guide you and then you free write, free writing, that's it. Afterwards, you come out and you free write. I wrote the most profound free writing ages ago, years ago from Gabby Bernstein's meditation. And I held on to it and saved it in my phone notes because I looked at it every time that I wanted a reminder of this really profound wisdom and message that had come through. And all these years later, it didn't happen. And I don't look at that note on my phone and think, oh, that's a load of crap or that's a load of rubbish. I look at it and I say, that's what I needed to believe at that time. And that's what I needed to hear at that time. Although the message evolved, grown and changed just like I did over the years following that, and the path grew, evolved and changed and up-leveled to the most aligned experiences and opportunities for me. I don't look at that message with confusion. I don't look at that message with what the hell. I look at it as that's exactly what that version of myself needed to hear in that moment to get her to this place where I am now. So I think even that's a good reminder as well of you need to hear the things you need to at that season of your life as well. So Trust that right now, even if it doesn't make sense, one day it will. Maybe not right now, maybe not next week, maybe even not next month, but soon it will because this too shall pass. And look at the resistance, don't avoid it. Look at the resistance to receiving that message 
or an area of your life where you have been avoiding or you have found some resistance there because those moments of, I don't wanna look at that, I don't wanna go there, can actually be our biggest profound epiphanies of shifts, breakthroughs and realizations to manifest the very things you do want. So what we resist persists and we don't want to resist things. We want to embrace them. We want to process them and we want to release them with the right tools and methods and practices so that you do feel that clear energetic channel for, you know, and a match to your desires as well. So yeah, I think there's been a lot of times in my life I've definitely received messages I haven't wanted to, but I look back and I'm like, I needed that. I needed to hear that in that moment. And even that tower card back in the summer, you know, allowed a a beautiful journey to unfold. Difficult at times, sure. I definitely wanted to resist it, but I really freaking couldn't. Um, There was no stopping it at that point. So it's not always the easiest things to look at those things and allow that tower card to play out, for example, but it was what I needed deeply. And I am grateful for that lesson. I am grateful for that unfolding. And it still is unfolding as well, right? We're always unfolding deeper into things and deeper into a knowing and deeper into understanding. So yeah, if you've had a message you haven't wanted to receive, ask yourself, why am I resisting this? What makes me want to pick another card? What makes me think this isn't a message for me right here, right now? because on some level it will be. And, you know, there's also the notion as well, just quickly that, you know, take what resonates, you know, drop what doesn't, right? You know, if you're doing a practice and it doesn't resonate with you, you don't want to continue that because obviously that's not going to feel good. That's not going to feel joyful. You want to work with and do the things that resonate and feel good to you and your nervous system and your spiritual practice. So I think there's discernment that always comes into this conversation and topic as well, because, you know, if you use your discernment wisely and you're like, actually, like I had to do, you know, there were decisions that I was making with publishers and really big life-changing decisions and the card would come out and it'd be completely opposite. But I use my discernment to be like, actually, what that card is telling me doesn't feel expansive. It doesn't feel like intuition. It doesn't feel like the most expansive aligned decision. I think this is actually just reminding me to listen to my intuition and listen to myself and trust myself on this journey. And it never did me wrong. It never has done me wrong. You know, your intuition will never do you wrong in your life. So discernment is key because it allows you to check in and drop in with your intuition to get the real answer. And sometimes those messages challenge us specifically so that we do listen to ourselves. We do trust ourselves and we do trust the universe through trusting ourselves too. But anyway, I hope this podcast has been insightful. I hope it has given you some great journaling prompts and some things to go and try. Let me know, did you get any surprises from doing the life wheel or the journaling prompts? Were you maybe resisting something and you just completely weren't aware and you're like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense now of why I'm blocked or why I'm receiving that message in another area of my life. It always really interests me to hear this. So do let me know how you found today's episode. You can message me at I am Emma Mumford on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you are. I'm most active on Instagram. And you can come and join the conversation over in the Law of Attraction support group as well over on Facebook 
Facebook if you want to join a like-minded community where we talk all things spirituality and law of attraction. But I hope this podcast has really served you and I hope that it will give you some guidance and loving loving guidance moving forwards if you receive a message or a rejection that maybe doesn't feel you're like what the hell what has happened because we've all been there I see you I hear you and it's about surrendering to that process fully but I love you all so much thank you all so much for listening I appreciate all your views and listens don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because we'd love love to see you again soon don't forget you can also join my free law of attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality I hope you have a fabulous week whatever you are up to and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week lots of love Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.